stats just kind of don't matter, and then I cite stats that do, and it sounds very confusing. Well, get ready, because I'm going to confuse the living hell out of you today. I can't wait. Statistics, they're not really important, especially the wrong ones. And I'm going to give you a list of wrong ones. Then I'm going to give you one right one that you really need to pay attention to as the Colts perambulate through this season. This 22 season is going to be a referendum on Frank Reich and on his love of analytics. I don't think analytics work in football, and I'm going to tell you why. What does matter? What does matter is this fine Oscar Mayer t-shirt. It's a medium, and I want to send it to you, and all you have to do is like the video. You like the video today, and when I, I'm going to pick a winner at random. I will send you a note. You'll DM me or email me or something, and I'm going to send it to you, and it's just that. We're going to do more giveaways, so more likes, more giveaways. That's the way it works. We reward the loyal. It's what we do. You comment, you like, you donate, although donations do not activate winning. Let's not get that, you know, sideways. This is not a lottery. We're not running a lottery, okay? Uh, the Chiefs did something really, really good last night. I thought it was a terrific kind of uh, a nice tip of the cap to Lenny Dawson, who died at the age of 87 this week, old number 16, and uh, I, I loved what they did last night. It was really, really cool. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. Let's go. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Friday, August 26th, 2022. Brought to you by the people at BUSR. You want to get into sports wagering, get into it with BUSR. You deposit up to 1000 bucks. Your first time deposit, your initial deposit, 1000 bucks. They're going to match it up to a thousand bucks and if you deposit that thousand they're going to match a thousand and they're going to give you 25 casino chips for you to do with what you will all right it's what they do they want it to be fun for you so let's talk a little bit about that uh colts tomorrow three-point favorites i always take the underdog in the preseason always 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 take the underdog i would take the bucks on the money line i don't even need the three points if I'm taking the Bucks, I just take the Bucks straight up, knowing that it's really a crapshoot. Colts aren't going to be playing to win. Bucks aren't going to be playing to win. As a result, I think it's even Steven, and and let's make the odds work for us instead of against us. I know nobody on it. Look, Bucks fans, they're not here. People don't want to bet against the Colts. I get it. You know what? Tomorrow, I, I think with wagering. You got to be a little bit dispassionate, and you got to say, "I'm more interested in making money than doing what I do for the glory of the old horseshoe." All right, let's talk about statistics and what statistics really don't matter a damn, because I think it's interesting and I think it's important. Here are some statistics that don't matter, and I'll tell you exactly why. Points per drive doesn't matter. Turnovers don't matter. Points in the aggregate over the course of a season really don't matter. Rushing yards really don't matter. Here's my uh, evidence for those holdings. All right, last year, points per drive, the Colts scored 2.39 points per drive. Their op opposition, 1.99 points per drive. Colts finished 9-8, and eight, didn't go to the playoffs. Turnovers, Colts. 33 turnovers forced. 
How many did they contribute to their opposition? 19. That's a difference of 14. Almost a full turnover per game. They were plus 14 in turnover differential. Wow. Didn't matter a damn. They finished 9-8. and eight. Points? They outscored their opponents, the Colts did, 451 to 365. Now, what should that have converted to? According to the Pythagorean theorems, I almost said that the wrong way. I would have sounded like an idiot. 10.6 wins. The Colts, as we know, 9-8. and eight. Outscored their opponents by 86 points. You know how many that is? That is five points per game. They outscored their opponents. Five and, and one over. A remainder of one. They went nine and eight. How about rushing yards? 2,540 rushing yards for the Colts last year. They allowed only 1,854. Wow, that's a difference of 668. Would it matter? Not a damn bit. Still, nine and eight outside the playoffs. What's that tell you? How about Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor, 20 touchdowns last year. That's unbelievable. Led the NFL in rushing by over 550 yards. Wow. You got to go to the playoffs with those kinds of numbers. No, you don't. Nine and eight. Michael Pittman, second in touchdowns last year. 20 for Taylor, six for Pittman. Receiving yards. How about Michael Pittman? 1,000-yard season last year. 1,082. Second place in receiving yards. Didn't get to 400 last year for the Colts. That was Zach Pascal with 384. All right. Here is a statistic that does matter. Yards per attempt matters. And I'll show you why. Last year, Carson went 6.9. Mm, not so good. Under 7, we don't like. We, we'd rather, Philip Rivers' year before 7.7. Colts, what'd they do? They went to the playoffs. They had an 11-5 record last year. Say it with me, 9-8. and eight. The year before that, year before Rivers, 7.7. Brissett, 6.6. Didn't go to the playoffs. Year before that, Andrew Luck, 7.2. Did go to the playoffs. Year before that, Jacoby Brissett, 6.6. Hmm. Didn't go to the playoffs. Now, year before that is a little bit squirrely. Andrew Luck was 7.8. So you would say, hmm, must have gone to the playoffs. Didn't go to the playoffs, in part because Andrew Luck only played 15 games. The backup, Scott Tolzien, started the other game. And the Colts, they lost 28-7 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they had won that game, they go 9-7. and seven. Best record in the AFC South that year? Nine and seven. I don't think the, the Colts would have won the uh, uh, the tiebreaker, though. In 15, Luck and Hasselbeck combined 6.5. That just isn't going to work. They didn't go to the playoffs. They went eight and eight. So you see what I mean? You get the yards per attempt up over seven, you got a really good chance of going to the playoffs. Below seven, you got just about no chance. That's why we say you've got to be able to throw successfully in order to win in the NFL. That you've got the best running back in the NFL and that he completely obliterated the competition last year in terms of yard, rushing yards for the season and touchdowns. It didn't matter. 
because you've got to be able to throw the ball to be successful. If you can't throw the ball, no metric works as far as getting you to the postseason and especially winning in the postseason. You have got to be good at throwing the football in order to win in the playoffs. And if you can't, you're going to lose. And that's just the way it is. I hate to think about it like that, but it's absolutely true. Matt Ryan has got to get his yards per attempt to where Phillip Rivers had it in 2020. And I think he's going to be able to do it because what Matt Ryan does is he throws it to people as they come open. If you throw it to people as they come open instead of when they come open, they have space to run with the football. Yards after the catch. Key to boosting that yards per attempt number. And if Ryan can do that, get it to Naheem Hines in space, get it to Pittman in space, get it to Pierce in space, get it to Campbell in space, Taylor too, Granson, you got a real chance to put up some very, very nice numbers. Here's the thing, and and I think the 49ers are going to figure this out. Jimmy Garoppolo is a yards per attempt fiend. He is great with yards per attempt. He makes all of the throws he is supposed to make, right? But that wasn't enough for the 49ers. They wanted Lance because Lance is capable of doing more with his feet and with his arm. Stronger arm. But is he capable of getting everything done that he should? Hitting 100% of the layups, right? You got to make the layups. Can Trey Lance make the layups? Can Matt Ryan make the layups? And can the receivers for the Colts help Matt Ryan make the layups? That is going to determine whether this team returns to the playoffs, whether they win the AFC South or not. That's the way it's going to work. Um, here's the thing that Chiefs did last night that was just beautiful. These the choir huddle, right? Anybody who watched the Chiefs during the many, many years that Len Dawson was the quarterback for the Chiefs. That's what they did. They had the line, and then they had the receivers behind the line. The choir and and Dawson with his back to the line of scrimmage. That's what they did. And so last night in the first play from scrimmage, the offense, Mahomes came out, called a play. They took a delay a game, and the PA announcer at Arrowhead called the delay of game on number 16, which was Len Dawson's number. How cool is that? That That's great. You know, some people do it right. It's kind of like the finale for a sitcom or a series. You know, Newhart was the best, right? Where it all wound up being a dream that uh, Bob Hartley had. Suzanne Plachette and he wake, wake up in the bed with that, that uh, bedspread that was so iconic back in the 70s during the old Bob Newhart show. It was just perfect. Wonderful. Last night, the tribute to Lynn Dawson. Perfect. Good for the Chiefs. Absolutely phenomenal. Wonderful stuff. It's it, it's that kind of moment, right, that you, you think, okay, we got a chance. There's some people thinking, you know, with some creativity, and they're doing things that are interesting and fun. Wonderful. Hats off to Kansas City. The fight between the Rams and the Bengals. My God, do we get our panties in a bunch over all kinds of different stuff? What are we doing? What do we care? Aaron Donald swings a, a Bengals helmet at some guys. It's a practice. We talking about practice. Practice. Guys get angry 
They do things. The teams can adjudicate all that. Not the NFL. You don't want the NFL stepping in everywhere and mandating fines and crap like that. It's just, it's obnoxious and ridiculous. We don't need to legislate decent behavior. Look, let the players take care of this crap. All right? You know, let them take care of it on the field sometimes, too. You, you don't need to police everything and and execute the rules and punish to the, you know, black letter of the rule book. Let, let guys do what guys do. And it's, sometimes guys are going to get angry, and that's fine. You know what guys do after they fight? They go out and get a beer and they laugh about it. That's what they do. Now, they might file away that there was a fight and there's going to be a comeuppance at some point, but that's okay. You know what? The rules are rules. Let's stop getting all agitated on behalf of a bunch of guys. We don't even know what happened. We don't know what caused it. Let it go and, and just say, you know what? At some point, these guys are responsible for their own behavior. And if somebody wants to you know, come in and do something about it, Maybe it's what Aaron Donald was doing. That could be. But I, I'm so tired of people, you know, getting ah, triggered by behavior that they find unseemly. Nobody got hurt. Everything's fine. It's football, for God's sake. These guys are paid to beat the living hell out of each other five seconds at a time throughout an entire hour, right? 60-minute game, five seconds at a time. They're beating the hell out of each other. We're going to get mad because of the practice. A bunch of guys, like, you know, in baseball, they have a brawl. And people go bonkers. Somebody gets hit in the ass with a fastball. Oh, my God. What have they done? They're throwing the ball at the man. <laughs> Stop it. It's all going to be okay. You know what? The other guy gets on the mound. He's going to throw the ball at the man. It's all, it all evens out. Let guys deal with it the way guys deal with it, for God's sake, and stop throwing Roger Goodell in the middle of all this nonsense. For God's sake, relax, take a deep breath, and let these guys be who they are. And if the team wants to find them, let the team find them. It's practice. All right. Uh, tomorrow, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna, Just like we did last week, we're going to do a YouTube uh, live YouTube at halftime, and then immediately following that, we're going to do a call-in. We're going to have a great time. You're going to participate. If you get on the channel, you're going to be ready to activate yourself to talk. We got to chop it up. We got to figure out what the hell's going on with the Colts in that first half when the starters are playing for the most part. No Taylor, no Hines. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. So download the call-in app. Get ready at the end of the YouTube video live video. Join us, and we're going to chop it up, all right? And remember, like the video, and you got a chance. We'll give it away sometime this weekend. This fine Oscar Mayer Fest t-shirt. The Wienermobile all over the city of Indianapolis visiting Kroger stores hither and yon. I think they're still at the uh, Kroger on Thompson Road down in Beach Grove. That used to be, we moved here to Beach Grove first. In, uh, and, and then a kid at La Petite kicked our son in the stomach. He said, we got to get the hell out of here. I don't know what's going on in Beach Grove, but I don't like it. And so we left. But we used to go to that Kroger, had a hell of a